Thanks for downloading this episode of Backstage with the Civil Church Podcast. Thank you so much. We're glad you're here, Scott. It's it's a wild I'm ride silly. today. Guys, we're all over the place. That's right. Guest Brian Reed comes mm, on. We veteran. Were... Veteran, because there is some veteran talk. There is. It, yes. went, it went some different ways in this yeah, episode. Yeah. We had him on to talk about Easter. And we did. We talked about Easter, among other things. Shared some Easter stories, Easter's past. He talked a little bit about baptism, because we'll be baptizing on Easter mm. Sunday. He shared some great information like this. Stir the waters. Is the, the whole issue of, of getting your baptism in the right place related to your conversion, related to the day that you asked Jesus to be the Lord in your life, or as Fred's I love call it now, as Jesus' follower, when you began that. Sometimes when we're younger, we don't either fully realize it, I know in my own life, I, I experienced that as well. And so whether you're baptized, I don't, you know, twice, three times or whatever, I think the, the point is, what is the meaning of that? Why are you doing that? But he also went down the rabbit hole with some very weird things in your life. It's okay. You're going to enjoy this episode. Yes, we I hope you do. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so make sure you subscribe so you get every episode yes. of the Backstage with the Simple Church podcast. And now our conversation with Brian. Yeah, and if you have any questions about some of the things we talked about, email me at scott at thesimplechurch.tv. You will that's, have questions. And that's scott at thesimplechurch.tv. Tax title and license approved credit and MSRP. <laughs> Participating states only. We are here backstage with the Civil Church. Scott, I got you tickled. You did. It was the, it was the the, the look on your face. He thought about that one for a minute. Yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> My name's Evan Semenko. Hi, Scott, Evan Semenko. You're here. I am here. Jordan, Thank our producer, God. just chimed yo, in. Yo. <laughs> was it a little dicey? Yeah, it was. <laughs> one day at a time with Scott. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. And I'm holding on to his headphone cable, but we have a special guest. Are you going to mm. hold on to it the whole time? I am. Mm. It's because it, it goes across my lap. Well, you can put it at your feet. Ah, no, nah, it bothers me. All right. Mm. It's like I'm fidgety. It's ADD. That is true. Mm. Brian Reed. Hey, Brian hello, Reed. guys. Care pastor. Mm. Thank you. Father. He, and he's the only one that cares about you. It's Brian Reed. <laughs> we pay him to care. Yep. We do. They do. Hey. <laughs> Paid to care. There's more to being a pastor than They're not, not caring about, about people. That's mm. right. It's an old Simpsons quote. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Brian. Welcome. Thank you. You've Hi, been guys. on before, multiple times. Frequent guests. Ooh, you have? Multiple? Is that more than two? Is more multiple? than two, I think. Yeah, is there like a club? Oh. Yeah. It, is there, is there like a coin? Uh, or yes, a, congratulations. We'll or like a jacket We're gonna or something? We're going to do like your uh, punch card. We'll <laughs> punch get you a stamp. Like a master's They're jacket. bringing those back at Subway. Did y'all see that? No. We used to love that at Subway. We I can't Subway remember. At the Pier Bozier Mall every Wednesday night. Wow. You get your stamps, fill them up, I'm get a free I'm only sub. a couple punch cards away from my free Happy Billies. Oh, mm. nice. I hadn't eaten at Subway in forever, but I live in Minden now, and your choices are, well, a little slim over in the old Minden. Limited. And so I actually go to Subway. I actually went very recently and a very pleasant experience. You know, I did too, actually. Now that you say that, I ate it two weeks ago. They redid yeah. the menu. But this is not a Subway yeah. podcast. I, I kind of trailed off wow. there, too. It's like, it was very Brian, good. do you have a favorite go-to Subway order? Go-to Subway order? That'd be the <laughs> Italian BMT, please. Mm, the classic. I with, do like uh, the BMT. With the, uh, the what's the uh, sweet onion teriyaki sauce? Oh, it's got, I realize blending it's a blending cultures. of worlds of cultures. <laughs> yeah. I Asian like to call Italian. that a fusion sandwich. The Cajun Ooh. Asian, right? Yeah. Mm. The Italian. Very good. Very the Italian, Italian Asian. Asian. If you ate there from Do Good Duck Day, it was very good. Got the jambalaya egg rolls. I, I went there not. twice. Wow. Yes, because right. I am fat. Just a real quick Do Good Duck Day update. If you went and were part of that, thank you. We, thank you. Wazed. We uh -huh. wazed $22,000. We <laughs> <laughs> And be able to give 
for good. The yep. money. It we only yes, kept half of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not true. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about either today. Brian, nope. we're talking about Easter. We're, we're talking, talking about, about Jesus. Easter. We're talking about the cross and Jesus. That's Easter. right. Yes, sir. Brian, you are a veteran of ministry. Veteran. Are you the longest serving minister? Might, might I make one point to oh, okay, the listening man. audience right now? Yes, you may. I was notified about this podcast via a text. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you read it. At which point within the text, <laughs> there was a reference that you have been in ministry for 100 years. Roughly, give or take. Give or take 80 <laughs> or 90. Who, who's been in ministry 70. for 100 years? I wrote that. I was like, yeah. Ryan, tell us about being in ministry for 100 years. 100 oh, years. wow. Okay. Roughly, how long has it been, Brian? How long have I been in ministry? Yes. Oh, quick math. I would say 40 years. That's a long time. Probably. Wow. That's right. You you could retire. None of us, no. were, none of us <laughs> were born when you started. <laughs> I mean, I could retire, but that would just mean... I just I love the pictures. Let me just... I My favorite picture, I'm gonna really, try to put it in all the show notes. time, is the young Brian Reed from the 70s. It's pure Texas... He's standing there with his hands on his hip. He's got these these kind of tightish Those would be Wranglers. Wrangler oh. pants on. He's got I mean, he he is what you think of 1970s Texas cowboy. 80s. 80s. Well, really late <laughs> 70s, early 80s early cowboy. 80s, yes. Let's it is that is Brian Reed. He's got a mustache. It looks like he's got a piece of gum in his mouth. I mean, it is it's just it's, it's beautiful. I'm gonna link in the shows. I've used that picture Thank you. for different things. <laughs> and I oh, would, I'm sure I would yes, say, you have yeah, used that picture yeah. for different things. And I would say <laughs> it's one probably good way to describe it. one of my favorite pictures of all time. Wow. I have a tie, though, because oh. another excellent picture of Brian we used for a TikTok the last couple of years is when he dressed up for Dude Imperfect yes. in Bill McConaughey's mm. Harlem Globetrotter yes. America basketball outfit. Not only yes. that, if you, if you go backstage in the media That's area— the same one. There is a signed yes. photograph of of him in that outfit. We had Brian sign and, it, and it slipped it in yes. the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. There so is, Brian is yes. technically now in the Louisiana Sports, I'm in the Louisiana <laughs> Sports Hall of Fame. That is, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> it's kind of like Holiday and Dixie. If you go find it, but you won't win any money. No winning. No, no winning. But please leave it there. We're just trying to see how long it gets to stay it's there. It's been in close to a year now. Nobody Are you oh, serious? Yeah. That is so yeah. awesome. Max slipped it in there. It's, I don't wow. know the statute of limitations. That yeah. sorry, Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, but, if anyone mm. in the Sports Hall of Fame is listening, it's we did in, not mean to it's in the Bill McConaughey <laughs> wing. We tried to put it by Bill. It is. It's there. Absolutely. I was actually the one that slid it in there. The oh, you did. Okay. I'm Max, sorry. Max was kind of my lookout guy. The McConaughey. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know what the little two security people sitting at the table out there and all. But They're, we did determine that they mm. never look to their right whenever they, whenever they do security. Well, they now look, you're telling criminals how to yeah. attack us, Brian. Sorry. They weren't looking for our computers. Oh, from the right. How to attack the, the sports hall of fame. <laughs> What'd you say? I said they weren't looking at our computers either. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to, back Easter. to Easter. Easter's coming. Yes, you were asking me a question. The you Easter are a long-time minister. Yes. Long-time yes, yes, minister. That's right. Theologian. You've celebrated a few mm. Easters. Mm. I have. That's right. How many Easters have you celebrated? I've celebrated counting my early days as a, just a young tot carrying <laughs> my Easter basket across the... <laughs> Across the plains. Tundra. Okay, we're going to be off on a lot of rabbit trails on this, but it also brings up a good point that Brian has one of these saddest 59. stories about gifts 59. that about anybody I've heard. We did Christmas series. We're asking people their favorite gift, gift from their childhood. Brian mm. could not think of a single gift he ever liked right. from his parents. Yeah. So was the Easter basket, was that better? Did you get good stuff in your Easter basket? Well, here we go. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going with a no. <laughs> now, we did get the, I did get, I mean, the only better stuff I got was the chocolate Right, Easter Bunny, which it was a, it was a, 
it was a it was a toss up whether the old bunny would be melted or not by the time it got there. Mm. Right. Then the jelly beans, but all of that was nestled into the uh, the green plastic grass. Yeah. And not so, if there was any kind of humidity in the air, just melt. It just it all Schmitt. stuck together. So you go reach for a jelly bean and pull out this green wad of plastic, plastic. kind of hair stuff. Probably so. cause cancer. Yeah. 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 Can I go another rabbit just real half quick? Absolutely. It's easy. Real so many rabbits as you have, want. I do have a. Aww. So we because my kids were in town the, over the weekend, we celebrated. If they listen, I'm not happy with them. Yeah. We tried to make plans with them. They were very complicated. If they you, uh, so we so we had a, like a little get together dinner to celebrate my birthday and my son-in-law Chris's Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, well, thank you. So, and this was another one of those things. I'm just going to be transparent. Mm. Amanda, my daughter-in-law, says, I'm going to ask you the traditional questions that we always ask on birthdays. Tell me one gift you got as a child for your birthday or one party that was really fun. Crickets. Yes. <laughs> That's so I'm not trying to sound sad or look for being from, the, from you or the from your party. own children. No. He was saying his. I'm uh, saying, I will tell you this. Growing up, I never had a birthday party. Not one. You were out not cowboy. One. That's why. Wow. Not why didn't one. you have a birthday party? I don't know, Scott. I, did your siblings? I guess it has to do with my parents. Wow. Did your siblings no. have birthday parties? No, we okay. didn't. Nobody did. No, nope. Yeah, birthdays <laughs> were not big thing. You got the. Are you Jehovah Witness? You got the. <laughs> You got the you got the cake. You could pick your cake mm, and cake. eat it too. Mm. Um, and then it's you usually got like a gift or whatever. It was not like uh, here's your stack of gifts. Yeah, I brought three. Well, I'm two steps below Jesus. <laughs> That's fairly. Oh man! All right, let's just go real quick on candy yeah. since you brought up Easter candy. Yeah. Scott, do you have a favorite Easter candy? We didn't get. I didn't get a lot of candy. My mother was a dental hygienist, uh, and my father was a cancer floss. was a cancer nurse, and then then eventually, you know, is in cancer his whole life. So anything that would cause issues with that, I really didn't get as a kid. However, there is one Easter gift that always stands out in oh. my mind, and I will never forget it because it was an awkward. Christmas or Easter gift. I'm intrigued. A boys to men CD. One the Easter Bunny brought you a boys to men. Yeah, CD. which if you know anything about boys to men, it's I like boys to men. I did at the time, but it, it's R and B, and it's a little it's, provocative. It's provocative R and B. You know, it's 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 the ladies R and B is I don't know what else you'd call it, and it was super awkward at Easter to get this, like you know, hey baby, how's it going? <laughs> CD for. I, I didn't like, know if maybe as a like, Scott, I didn't know if maybe as a Civil War veteran that you were, if maybe you got like whorehound uh, candy or yeah, right? something like that. Maybe uh, some kind no, of hard, hard tack rock no. candy. <laughs> hard tack. <laughs> a hard little tack. thing of hard tack. Hard tack and salt pork. Yeah, that's what I got. Oh, if you do not know, Scott, Civil War reenacted yep. as a middle schooler in his parents. No, not as a middle schooler. Sorry. I was in high school. High school. My, yeah. Let's get the record yeah. straight on that. <laughs> middle, 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 middle school. Well, no, I guess middle school middle too school high school. Middle school years are awkward. You upgraded yeah. to Civil War. No, I guess, I, guess, I guess let me say middle school too high school. Evan is yeah. almost crying I'm right still, now. Hey, I am still blown away by the fact that his parents yes. would let a 35-year-old <laughs> single man pick him up in oh, a yeah. pickup truck. Oh, yeah. I used to drive off in 
yeah, strange so markings on it and to sit them you, off for the weekend. Yeah, to give you a little background. <laughs> you go for the so weekend. So I would, I would dress <laughs> up. Hold on. Stranger danger did not I would, apply I would, in the Civil War. And, and by the way, this was late 90s, or actually this was the middle 90s, and, so cell phones didn't exist. Right. And so, where would so, you wait for your so ride? So literally, so where I would, would you wait hold, for your I'm ride? getting to it. I'm getting to it. Let me finish my story. Let my grandfather. This Let was, me finish. This is him cowboying. So um, I, I put on my uniform, all my stuff. I wool? would. I, yeah, 100% wool. <laughs> and uh, what time of year was this? It was year-round, even in the summertime. <laughs> and uh, full leather shoes with little horseshoes on the heel. Uh, we were asked if we were tap dancers several times because they make tap noise. And we were literally, I'll never forget, we were at Cracker Barrel in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Uh, we had taken it over. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. There were seven volleys yeah. or the outside. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're literally, we're walking out and uh, we're in uniform. So it's obvious, you know, and this guy literally goes, sir, y'all tap dancers. And luckily, somebody in the group was like, yeah, we sure are. We're here doing a little dance troupe uh, at the casino. And he was like, all right, cool. Catch you there. <laughs> like, okay. Anyway. So. But no, no. So I dress up my Civil War uniform. I would go to the end of my driveway and care jokes for those that live in Bozier or know Bozier. And uh, on Lakeside Drive. Were you at attention the whole time? I know. Okay. I'd stand it with Who's my gun. Ease? I'd have my gun. So like, and it's like a six foot muzzle this loader gun. gun. And I would stand there and wait for this don't, random guy to brag about to drive up in his whatever vehicle wearing the same outfit as me. So now we look really weird. <laughs> and I would just... Now it's yeah, so Oh, the, wait a minute. This was... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're hold on. implying that you didn't let look me, weird? Let me finish. Let me finish. Like Ten minutes earlier, standing, We're walking fin- out We're the front not door. I'm not finished. And then, so, he would, my parents would... My parents wouldn't even wait with me. They would just be it's like, all right, have a good weekend. So this would be on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. I would get in the car with them. We would, I've been to Arkansas. We would like, I'm talking about 10 hours away. Like literally Arkansas, Missouri border. I would literally just hop in this vehicle and not show back up till Sunday evening. Mm. And my parents. What did know, they say when you got back? They the, just asked, they say, yeah, did, did you, you have win? fun? <laughs> yeah, did you have fun? <laughs> yeah, Already literally. read that one. Yeah, my, they, one. I mean, they, if some of them, they would come on, but a lot of them. I mean, okay. I, drove, I went all the way. <laughs> I went all the way to Shiloh, Tennessee, with a random guy that I didn't even know. So who's that? And here's, okay, here's one question. On. Was this yeah. your We're gonna idea wrap this or up. your parents' oh, We're going to wrap this up. Hang him. on. Yeah. One question. <laughs> what side did you fight for? I fought on the north. Why? <clears throat> uh, it was more fun. And they didn't want to be on the north, right? Yeah, Most no people- one wanted to be on the north. So <laughs> literally, we would show up. So we would show up to these reenactments. Now, now, backing up a little bit, okay. this this was during non-PC times. Once sure. again, this was during the mid-90s. And a lot of small towns in the South would try to do things to raise money. And so a lot of small towns would do these reenactments because it would bring in money, they would do parades, and it would kind of boost a little tourism. So like... If some random Civil War person happened to have lived there or died there, they would just throw on a reenactment. Well, so we would show up, and I mean, literally, there would be 400 Confederates and 10 of us, like in Union. They'd be like, y'all want to go? And we would go, except for our our leader was a, an actual Army commander, had been in Vietnam, so we would actually use like non 
traditional tactics. Like we would come in like skirmishers and like talk like with hand signals and stuff. They would hate us. They would literally at one reenactment, they stopped the battle and were like, you guys got to shape up. We're like, no, we're winning. (laughs) We're we're, we're, we're beating Mel Gibson and the Patriot. Talk about rewriting history. Yeah, but one one other question. Who got me into it? Yeah, was it your idea story? Here's the story behind it real fast and then we'll go to Easter. And and we can go deep into my Civil War history next time. But, uh, uh, so I struggled through school. I did. I was not a very good student. Not that I was dumb. I just, I hated school. Amen. But I, I enjoyed history. And then as a, I was, I think, sixth grade, seventh grade, uh, a part of the American history, um, the movie Gettysburg had just came out. And we went as a class and watched Gettysburg, the four-hour-long Gettysburg long. in the theater. And I... <laughs> fell in love. I remember crying. <laughs> it's moving. Moving. Powerful movie. And But in that, I found out somehow, and this was pre-internet, I found out somehow that there are these guys that recall reenactors that got to do this. And I was like, man, that's cool. And so I kind of told my parents about it. My parents were so excited that I was interested about learning about something educational that we kind of went overboard and they found a guy by the name of Scott Solis, who used to be a photographer here in town and he was a reenactor and that's how I got started. Mm. Wow. So I think the question was, what's your favorite Easter candy? (laughs) 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 candy. That's Brian's fault. (laughs) So you know what you don't find on TripAdvisor? What? Civil War reenactment. Mm. I bet you, you know do. what you do find? Easter. Boom. Thank Boom. you, Brian. Mm. Pulls out the ditch. I'm back. Jordan, real fast. Favorite Easter candy? Uh, the Reese's eggs. Yes. Oh, Except, my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Except right now we're on a no sugar at my house. So uh, it's uh, poor thing. You. But I bought them. They're in the fridge. Heck, yeah. So I'm, like, I'm going to throw like out a one, and one more. I, I didn't know about Cadbury eggs <gasps> until like a few years ago. Like you never like, had one? You know, never had one? The stuff oh. that they have inside. The yes. cream filling. Cadbury Ooh. is amazing. Ooh. Yeah, now, going back real quick, yeah, Cadbury eggs, definitely one of the top ones for me. Absolutely. I'm going to throw out one more. Mm. Okay. That may or may not receive much Mm. traction, but Mm. a sleeper. I kind of like, not to overdo them, but every once in a while, I like a good peep. Mm. Peeps are gross. I haven't had a peep in a long time. I I remember loving them. That sugar and marshmallow combo. See, but I don't like marshmallows in general. What? I like marshmallows. I do not like peeps. It hurts my teeth. You're a baseball guy and you don't like s'mores? I mean, I like a s'more, but it's not like my That's favorite That's a marshmallow. Thing. You got to put the mallow, wow. right, mallow. on the gram. No, right. it's, I, I like marshmallows. I do not like peeps. Well, that's why I said it doesn't have to be your mm-hmm. seat. Evan, what's your favorite candy? Oh, thank you for asking. You know what I always liked? I was what excited to see like? the Reese's Pieces carrot, mm. where they would have the orange Ooh. Reese's Pieces and the I've never plastic. seen that. No? No. Oh, we yes. Like I've every had, year. I'm a I have never Reese's seen Pieces that. in a bag. I you know, love Reese's, Reese's but I don't like the pieces. I, I like a Reese's pieces. If you take them and like put them, them in both. a freezer, mm. get them bad boys. I, have, that was a t- I, have, I learned that from you. you. Pop them things like Skittles, man. Seeing the Reese's pieces carry. It's cute. I'll show it to you later. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. Missing all out. Right, so, anyway. all right. Easter, not really about candy. Brian, no. that's why you're on today. Not Civil War reenacting, not <laughs> candy. We are talking about Easter. And you've yes. been at Simple Church since the beginning. Mmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It looks like you're about to say something. You've yes. been around the yeah. longest of almost anyone. Help get it off the ground. Oh, You've been around. 
I don't know why I did that. I don't that either. Oh, I was like, that's like that sound. That was a sound of disappointment. Brian, right? uh, Brian's still here. That was out of nowhere. I'm sorry. So I, <laughs> I was helium too. I came. The one year anniversary was my first Sunday, so I missed the first Easter. But I've been around for most of them. Scott, you've been around. You left. I've for a been bit, here since the beginning. So right. yeah, I left for you had a little gap in your resume. Yeah, a little gap, gap in your resume. That's right. I left for six months. Jordan, what was your first year helping out and being a part of Easter? 1997. Uh, well, I mean, we were there the first Sunday. 2007. Yep. But I don't remember. I don't remember what we did the first Easter. I, I was like 13. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So, absolutely. Know. So, Brian, let's talk about Easter. Punk Looking kid. back yes. mm. on 15 plus years of Simple Church, mm. what is what stands out you to you? You remember Easter? me being there. That's right. I remember Jordan. Remember, I remember Jordan being there. I don't that's remember me. Right. Right. Mm. <laughs> I think the thing that stands out, I mean, I think that stands out the most to me is that we took a, I mean, there's tradition in Easter services of, you know, it was always about having the, quote, Easter outfit. I mean, I did that when my own kids growing up. Yeah. And so it was, so Easter was always like, that's when you went from just like your regular shirt to your polo shirt. Mm. Clip on tie. Put your kids in like plaid shorts. Everybody matched. Everybody matched. Yeah. The white dresses and the white shoes and those types of things. And the thing I liked about it is from the get-go, we created an environment where it didn't matter what you, really what you had on, that was not the issue. It was just the fact that you were there. And so there's always fun things to do. That was part of it. But then the other part of it was the unique way where we were always able to take whatever the subject may be or topic or however it went. And obviously you still stay within the, the traditional Easter message, which sure. is the resurrection of Jesus Christ and, and of Jesus Christ. I almost failed it off on that one. You did. You got serious. You got serious. But, but then to take that and communicate in a way where everybody could get it, understood it. And, and then beyond that, there was an action point to it as well. Yeah. Whether it was throwing socks and then giving those to the guys in prison, uh, Toilet paper. Toilet paper. The Grand Tower, Leaning Tower of Pizzas <laughs> of, uh, of that that went to uh, Rescue, Rescue Mission, Mission and all those. So there's always been some type of a give back element, which is really who we are anyway. You might call it doing good. Doing good, it's yes. I've never heard of it. <laughs> so Easter is a big deal. It is something that is typically the most attended Sunday of the year, mm-hmm. church world. So we wanted to do that strategically. The church world. We encourage yes. people to wear T-shirts. So we're a T-shirt church, like you were saying. The clothes sure. is a great one. So Scott, as you look back on Easter and remember, you normally were behind the scenes making Easter happen. You've had yes. some, some chaotic, crazy Easter moments, mm. some good Easter moments. What stands out to you as you look back on Easter? Well... You know, the one that comes to mind the most was the time that I fell asleep standing up, <laughs> which just... was, uh, it was the Easter, the Easter, uh, it was right at the height of when we were in the century, we were bringing in like 10,000 people, um, and the mud bugs were still at the century link, oh. and oh, God. they That's had here. gone into the playoffs, and so that meant we were not able to set up on a Saturday. Well, they were in the playoffs, and they said, as long as it doesn't go to a Game 7 in the championship, yes. it won't be an issue. Right. And they, they made, went, and they won the championship, which was great for them, but that meant we couldn't set up until the game was done. It was on mid- Saturday night. On Saturday Easter. night. So, mid- midnight Sunday. So literally, so, I, yeah. so Chip and I met at Notini's the night, literally right before they closed. We were the only two people 
in Notini's. We ate our dinner and we went to the CenturyLink. And from nine o'clock on Saturday night, Saturday night, like two o'clock on Easter, three o'clock. No, no, no. We never went home. We we stayed all night long, set everything up, got everything up and going, did the Easter service, and then tore everything down. Right. That's what I'm saying. You went in Saturday at nine o'clock and you didn't leave till Sunday yet. Didn't leave till Sunday till 2 p.m. Yeah. But I'll never forget, they have what's called the green room, which is kind of back there. And uh, it's where we have snacks and stuff like that from volunteers. And I was leaning up against the wall. And next thing I knew, I was asleep. Out. I was out. pretty tired. Mm-hmm. Standing up. I was there. I remember. I learned something that night I did not know. As we were cleaning up, they brought in some cleaning people to help clean up yes. stuff. Yes. And it's people that would go and drink the leftover beer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they drink oh. the leftover. We used to, so I used to work the building, so yeah. we used to watch them, yeah. Because there are people who are, they're low income. And literally back then, I don't know if it's the same way. But they used to literally drive the van to certain spots in Shreveport and in Bossier, and basically the people knew to be there at a certain time, and it was just a random spot, and they would open up the door, they'd get them, and they'd pay them $10 an hour. Tip so, services. Yep. That's right. That was a wild night. We were younger, no kids. I remember yeah. it was exciting, but it was... That's probably the one that stands out the most. Yeah, I think I got to go home at like 2, and then we were back at 6 yeah. or 7. Yeah, I did not. And there was several of us that we never left crazy mm-hmm. all right so jordan you've been around uh i think the most well i guess it wasn't easter that year but it was the year it. it was the sunday after when drew Brees oh. and, P- oh, and pod yeah. but that was the sunday after right yes that so, was a crazy time too anyway, that was fun that, that was, was but that was at the arena so that's why i associate it with easter yeah, yeah it was it was, was it before it was, or after it was sunday easter. after it was a sunday, sunday after. after we brought him back we said right. everybody mm-hmm. invited him to come back and do it that's a good one yeah yeah, the Mudbug story was the one I was going to tell if nobody else said it. That was a wild experience being there as a part of that. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so Easter, trying to think anything else, any other crazy stories? Well, the other, my other one with uh, the, uh, the weather. The weather, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's where I that's was right. going because I remember I've always been outside because we, we do baptism. You're the face of we the offer franchise, that. Brian. <laughs> no, we, we have baptism on Sunday, <laughs> so it's obviously franchise. out front so people can see it coming in. And I just remember there was a lot of questions about because we had plan, our plan B was if if it starts raining, then we would move the baptism around to the back dock inside, which then kind of made it look like you were baptizing in a prison, like on or cell block <laughs> yeah. B over here, because there was this chain link fence. All you had was this chain link fence behind. And we decided to and set up everything. We set because everything. The rain up. hadn't come when we were setting up. And then a young a man who is still a volunteer, key volunteer with. Simple Church has a special He's weather a pilot, radar. Right? Radar he, scope. He, I have the app. Oh, he boy. actually made a statement in a very colorful manner of, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are going to do, but the stuff's fixing to hit the fan and we got to go. And I mean, it was like, like 10 minutes later, raining sideways. People, they're like, people had umbrellas, but the, you've it, seen the old videos where the umbrellas turn inside out. These were doing it because of, and bless her heart, some poor lady in her white <laughs> Easter dress with white shoes. I mean, just hit. We ended up, one of our ladies was so gracious. And we, we got a towel to her, tried to dry her off, and then gave her one of our T-shirts to wear so that she could go to the service. And she, she needed did. it. She needed it. Yeah. For and, sure. And also, I remember on that day, because Levi, who was one of the media guys who came in, filmed it. We ended up showing it. 
the stop signs were blowing sideways. It literally mm. turned the stop signs. The yeah. wind was blowing that hard. Well, I will never forget. I'm rushing, tearing down the tents that we had just set up, even though we needed to, and one of them flies off and is rolling down Arthur Teague Parkway and just <laughs> wow. blew away, caught wasn't, a sail. Wasn't a few years ago some woman went into labor at Easter? Yes, there was a woman that thought oh, yeah. she was going into labor. Oh, we had to okay. get the EMS yeah. called, and she ended up not having the baby that day. Okay, but, yeah. I remember them phoning to me going, Got it too loud out there. I'm like, oh, I don't. Y'all calm down. It's crazy. So if you've not been, we would love for you to join us. Most of you listening, you've been around a while. You've probably mm-hmm. been to one or two. You might not know the backstage look at some of those yes. things that happened. And I remember, too, when you were talking about moving the baptism downstairs, that's when uh, I think it was Emma or Ian. One uh, of them got baptized. I think it was Emma. I think it was Emma got baptized. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that was a yeah. cool moment that you figured out. And there's that picture somewhere that I've seen Justin have. But Easter is a big deal. We would love for you to be a part of it. Outside mm-hmm. activities, egg hunt, all kinds of fun stuff. April the 9th, if you're listening to this at Bookshire Grocery Arena. But Brian, one thing that we don't mm. say enough around here is you are the one of the most educated people at Simple Church. Mm. <laughs> Not a lot of college degrees, but you have a master's. Mm. You are a resident theologian. Yeah, something like that. I <laughs> Went guess. to seminary. It's Bible okay. college. Scott, where did you go to school? I went to several different places. To- University Technical Institute. Yeah, that's right. Went to Bibsey. Went yeah, to LSUS. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I attended. Those the only ones I attended. I attended a college in uh, a local college in Austin, Texas, as well. That's right. How many hours do you have? Credit hours. Official credit hours about thirty-two. No, I have more than that. I think total credit hours, including the ones that don't account because the school got in trouble with the now Texas remember, State Jesus Board of Education. <laughs> the school got in trouble with the Texas State Board of Education, so they yanked the degrees because they said they weren't valid, which was true. Um, like four hundred or something like that. I which don't know. to graduate you need like hundred and eighty. Yeah. So you have two degrees right. worth. How many actual degrees do you have? None. Womp. Wow. I have a marketing degree. I have a lot of certificates of completion. Though. That's right. I was planning to go to Ooh. seminary, got hired to Simple Church, and never went. And Jordan, what about you? Uh, Northwestern State Fork. Online. Yeah, buddy. So, Brian. Really? Yep. You. Yes, sir. What's sure your degree did. in? General studies. <laughs> yes. I went to my counselor and said, I'm done with this. How do I get out of here? She said. She said, Gen uh, She looked at all my stuff. She said, you can get out of here the quickest. General studies. I said, amen. Set it up. Fork him. Put a fork in it. <laughs> Stick a fork in it. My wife went to Northwestern. Mm. My sister did. There you go. Mm. But Brian, as a like seminarian, a, as a theologian, mm. as our educated mm. man of the cloth, what would you say to someone who has maybe not been baptized, is thinking about baptism this Easter? We do offer it on Easter Sunday. It is a yes. cool thing to do. And just a short synopsis of why that is important. If someone is looking to take that step, is willing to grow in their faith, maybe right. they did it as a kid, they did it when they were little, that's something to a different denomination. Right. What would you say to somebody that if they haven't been baptized, why it's important? Yeah, I would say the importance of baptism, honestly, is, is again, it's the same reason we get married. It's a symbol of, and the same way we, reason we wear wedding rings. I noticed most of us, except for one who is married that didn't have one on today. Um, All right. Everybody in this room does. Except oh, for you. Where is mine? <laughs> That's I, know. I just noticed it. Oh, oh no, it's no. a silicone one. So, oh, okay. It would oh, not be big that's why we'll Mallory that's called what I'm you. That's probably why <laughs> she wanted to know. So anyway, I don't know where that is. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Um, so I would say with baptism, do we need to stop? Oh, I second? think I'm fine. But it's just a right? cheap. It's silicone a silicone one. one? Yeah, they do fall so, off. 
I've never had that happen. I, that's why I was making that gestural so statement because well, I saw you. Tell us out. the illustration. He bro. looked no, at me like, "Who's this, not wearing?" Here's a the ring? same reason we wear wedding rings as a symbol to people, so that when we go out into public, people can look and see on our hand. That means we have pledged our life to somebody else. Yeah, and and that we're married. Baptism. There's nothing magic about the water. There's nothing that in the water that makes you clean and sends you to heaven. Right. It is simply a symbol of an inward confession that you're making, saying, "I'm a Jesus follower." That Jesus is the Lord of my life, the boss of my life, follower. and um, I am a and therefore God. you're gonna. I the phrase they always use is identify, but it mm. was Jesus was baptized. They they talk about it. it as far as the church goes. It has become one of the among the evangelical church has become one of the symbols of of being a Christian is yeah. that you've been baptized, and so that's that's why we do it. Um, in is that ability to be recognized and to know and to identify yourself with as a Jesus follower. Way better than Civil War reenacting talk, Brian. Well done. Mm. That's something. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a big deal. It's a step. It's a milestone. And it's something that we do value. I read somewhere a couple of years ago that the average church in America baptizes one person a year. Mm-hmm. If you look and shake it out. So it's not a lot of that that typically happens. And one of the coolest things at Simple Church that I've got to see, and I know you've got to be a part of a lot of them, right. is the thousands of people who've decided to get baptized to follow exactly. Jesus to do that. And since the Simple Church started, do you remember the number? I think we just hit a milestone. Was it? I think it was 4,000. I think it was yeah. 4,000. I think 4, we just hit our 4,000th baptism yeah. right. last, this past year, which is 4, incredible. And so, and then, and so you know, Easter is. Easter is this, I mean, we call it. Easter you know, a lot of times in church, well, you just call it the C and E crowd, Christmas and Easter. So, right. so that you know that there are people that, for whatever reason, based on mainly tradition, mm. they go, oh, man, I got it's Easter. We got to go to church. Right. And so part of the reason we do baptism is, again, for them to have, be when they walk in, they see it because we're right out front. And it reminds them. And there have been stories where people that will go into the service, the first service or the second service, and based on something that Justin has said, they go, I got to do that. I got to do that today. And so we, we do have a, the ability for them to be able to do that. And, uh, and so they will go and be back. I think the cool thing is that Justin always makes it like a party. Like it's a celebration and it's not so somber somber and like, so I think that that probably has a lot to do with it too. Well, yeah. When you, you know, you celebrate. Yeah. I mean, 30 feet away is the Easter Bunny. So on the thing. <laughs> He's watching. Hey, you got baptized. <laughs> you know? And so, and there's and there's just a massive humanity, especially between services walking around down there. It becomes a party. So we just stop them and say, look, this is the way we do it. When, they, when they're baptized and they come up, you, you holler for them. It's well, a fun thing. And I do want to go back to what Jordan said. I think, a lot of times, especially in the church world, because I grew up in some very conservative churches, very Southern Jehovah's Baptist. Witness, we found yeah, out. Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Not me. That was, that was Brian. Brian. That's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, but, you know, like, there wasn't a lot of, of the, well, I, there wasn't a lot, there wasn't any fun associated mm. with any of that. It was so serious. and blah, blah, When really it is a celebration. I think that's why, I guess, it's maybe more attractive from us because I just remember, you know, like growing up, I went to a, like my first church that I can remember was extremely devout Southern Baptist. There wasn't joy anywhere within that organization, mm. but nor was there supposed to be. Right. You know, that was that, that's that the feeling. Vibe they wanted. Yeah. They wanted that vibe right. and, and that's the vibe that I grew up with. So I think it, it definitely makes it way more attractive when it's a celebration and it's fun. Not that it has to always be fun, 
But I think that's very important because it is a celebration. It's not supposed to be this solemn, you know, you know, type of event. Yeah. And we want to make a church that unchurched people want to attend. So we try to add those fun elements, paper airplanes last year, throw in Mm -hmm. the toilet paper, roll in the whole place. We've got a special little tease uh, experience that'll happen this year. This that you'll Easter. have to find out when you get there. I don't That's even right. know what you're talking about. That's right. We'll be Whoa. doing something cool in the room again. It's mm. always a fun surprise. We try to use that to do good. We're helping right. to do water wells in Rwanda, Africa with an organization we partner with there. There'll be some cool stuff with that. So we'd love for you to check that out on Easter. Exactly. But baptism, we did just want to come talk about it for a minute, mm-hmm. Brian, because it is a big sure. deal. So we'll put a link in the show notes. If you're interested in getting baptized, you know somebody that wants to get baptized, this is their day. We'd love to do that on Easter. You can come celebrate with them, watch them, be a part of the service. It is a great way to do that. So, Brian, we did just want to tell people about baptism. That is something that's offered, that they could do that on Easter Sunday. They'll put a link in the show notes here that you can go Mm -hmm. and click that, find out all the info. If you have questions, you can email Brian. Brian's a great person to talk to about that kind of thing. And if you want to go and help, is there anybody that you can remember? I'll put you on the spot, top of your head, that somebody that maybe had a story about they got baptized and they want to do it again or somebody that wasn't sure about getting baptized. Maybe they got sure. baptized as an infant. That What would you say to somebody about that that's maybe like, you know, I've been going to civil church a couple of years and that might be something I'm interested in. Do I do, I do it twice? Yeah. I, I personally I don't think, and I think this is probably pretty much the stance of our church as a, as a whole, is that is the, the whole issue of, of getting your baptism in the right place related to your conversion, related to the day that you asked Jesus to be the Lord in your life, or as Fred's I love calling now, as Jesus' follower, when you began that. Sometimes when we're younger, we don't either fully realize it. I know in my own life, I, I experienced that as well. And so whether you're baptized, I don't, you know, twice, three times or whatever, I think the, the point is, what is the meaning of that? Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. If it's because you now know that, hey, I am a Jesus follower, and maybe it wasn't on the right side of my of my decision, then yes. If you think it's there because you're going to, man, I messed up in my past and I got to get it back right, well, it's not really necessary because, again, there's no magic in the water. That water itself doesn't clean you. Uh, matter of fact, if you've seen the water sometimes because of our blue shirts, <laughs> it does. We Thank goodness at, we went from blue. We were looking at their old clips. We were in black shirts for a long time. Justin pulled a baptism clip at Party Ooh. Central, and the black shirt, the water was disgusting. Oh, Those fibers? Yes. Oh, yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. So we switched so, to blue for that reason. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we switched to blue so that they can do that. But, yeah, that's. I think that's the main yeah, thing to remember is great because I got baptized when I was in fourth grade. My parents started going to church, made that decision, walked the aisle, whatever. But I went to camp when I was in seventh grade, and that's when I really felt like, you know, I understood this better. So I was still mm-hmm. young, but being that couple of years down the road, it made sense, and I wanted to do it exactly. one more time and did that. Scott, did you get baptized? Uh, well, I was civil warring act. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, back to us in the Mississippi That's River. That's a callback. I had to, I had to bring That's it back. That's a callback. It was no, no, no. In the I Mississippi that, River. I was that wet wool. I want to know. You know, actually, never oh, mind. God. I'm not going to go down that road because <laughs> that would be a whole other tangent. But uh, I was actually, I was baptized twice. Uh, once in the fifth grade, or no, fifth grade, fourth grade, Camp Bethany. Okay. Uh, no, I was five or six. That's right. Yeah, I was at kids camp at Camp Bethany. Sorry, I was fifth grade, five or six. I don't remember when I was you a kid. You were a child. I was a child with uh, Summer Grove Baptist out of Camp Bethany. Yeah, right. But then... Uh, Doogie Howser. Yes, exactly. Except for I failed. <laughs> um, but then really, though, it wasn't until high school that I made the true... 
yeah. thing. I think I was just, I think when I was a kid, I was just like, hey, I kind of want to go for a swim. It's hot out here. Yeah, sure. I'll, yeah. Ooh, good right. God. So True. And as a parent now, my seven-year-old wanted to get baptized when she was five. Like, mm. We know it's a cool thing. You want to do it. You're excited. We talked a little bit about it. I was like, wait, they're ready. And then when she was six, she still wanted to do it. So we let her get baptized this past Christmas, and she really understood, was able to answer the sure. questions. So there's not a wrong age. There's not a bad time to do right. it. And again, it's not like it diminishes anything if you do it too young and then you want to do it later. But I just want to bring that up and say to somebody listening that if God's done something in your life, you've been a part of Simple Church, number one, we love hearing those stories. We love when you send an email. Justin will say it from the pulpit sometimes pulpit we'll have a pulpit but from the stage that email him just at the simple church.tv and it really is encouraging that if it's meant something to you god's been doing something in your life we'd love to celebrate that and we'd love for you to get baptized with us on easter yeah awesome absolutely so join us this easter sunday april the 9th brookshire grocery arena april the 9th the sack and we will love for you to be there. I don't know what, Scott, you made a face at a video. I didn't cry. I was you just did. looking at you. You did, All Scott. All I was doing was looking at you. Anyway, we'd love you to join us April the 9th. Be there. We'll put all the stuff in the show notes. If you want to get baptized, talk to Brian. Civil War reenact. Anything you want to do, yes. it's in the show Yeah, notes if you have any Civil War reenacting questions, email me. Scott, <laughs> Scott at or stories. Yeah. Yes, if you yeah. Civil War, if what if you we find somebody that did it with Scott, Scott? on the other end, if you please, fought with me or against mm. me, let me know. Sounds like they're mostly against him. Yeah, I can't remember. I can remember one guy's name out of everyone that I reenacted with. <laughs> Trauma will do that to yeah. you, though, Scott. He was a very nice guy. Actually, no, wait. I remember somebody I bet else. he was. I, I, I remember somebody else because he's actually the principal or became principal of Southfield High School. Way to go. That's yeah. right. Also, just real quick, Brian, we asked Scott one time. He graduated with 11 people. His uh, senior class, Trinity Eyes, six. He could not name any of them. No. He did not remember six a single 11. person he graduated high school with. Still can't. <laughs> sad. I can sad. No, and I tell you, I, there's one person. Are I you remember. counting that in your 400 credit hours? No. <laughs> <laughs> On that, that note, thanks for listening. <laughs> bye bye. I can remember one person. Bye.